0: Are you a high-performing parent, entrepreneur, or high-achiever in pursuit of excellence? Welcome to The Nexus Podcast, a podcast custom-tailored for families like ours, driven, affluent, and eager to lead extraordinary lives. From rockstar stay-at-home moms to high-producing CEOs, we choose to model success for everyone we are surrounded by. We prioritize health over sickness, embrace a vitalistic lifestyle, and seek to tap into the limitless potential that God has bestowed upon us. I'm Dr. Daniel Kimbley, your host, and on this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets to living a fulfilling and abundant life where you and your loved ones can thrive physically, mentally, and spiritually. Together, we'll forge a path to greatness and unleash your God-given capabilities. Get ready to say yes to a life of true prosperity and well-being. This is The Nexus Podcast. What is up you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And what I want to talk about today is probably my most favorite thing to talk about. And this may be the most exciting, uplifting, educating podcast that I have ever shared in the course of podcasts. At least I hope that is what I get to you. And I you know, like there's so many places that I can always take the concepts and the topics that we talk about in the podcast, but one of the things that came up for me this week, I was actually just walking is this thought of like so many people ask the question of why do you see kids and why do you see adults and why does this work for behavioral issues, but it also works for pain and how does this work for digestion, but it also works for, you know, like whatever the issue is that someone's having. And the question really becomes like, how does chiropractic care work? Why does it matter? Why am I so passionate about it? And the passion comes from one place is that what I have learned over the course of my life, like the last 15 years plus, is that I believe in my heart and soul that every single person, yes, you listening, yes, your kids, was designed to be successful. And now we all define success differently, but what really what I'm talking about is this idea that we were all meant to be healthy. We were all meant to be healing. We were all meant to do the things that we love to do and be able to enjoy life full out and be able to celebrate life and not feel like this place of desperation and this place of anxiety and this pit of hopelessness And like all the things that I see these families struggle and suffer with on a day-to-day basis inside of our office... And what I wanted to share with you is like why and how people get to that place and then what we can do specifically to get them out. And it all has to do with the brain. And so anybody sitting listening, the first thing you have to agree with me on is that every single one of us were designed to be healthy. We were designed to be successful. Um, bottom line, hands down, period. That's the way it is. Like God didn't create anyone to be like, Oh, you're going to be super sick. You're going to be super uh, wealthy. You're not going to be super wealthy. Um, like, there's just, we're all designed the same, right? We all have the exact same tools. We all have the exact same hardware, but through a series of things that happen to us inside of our lives, that can change how our brains are functioning, which is what we're working with when we give chiropractic care inside of our office. This is not the point is to talk about chiropractic care. What I want to talk about you is I want to talk about you and I want to talk about success. And so the question that becomes is like, well, how Dr. Daniel, could you possibly say that every single person is meant to be successful? Well, if we go back to when I was learning to become a high school English teacher, which some of you know that story, some of you don't, I think the most important thing that I could possibly share with you is that I learned about this thing called a hidden curriculum. And the hidden curriculum says this. This is an author, Jean Anion. She wrote this, uh, I guess you would call it a study called Social Class and the Hidden Curriculum of Work. And what she did is she went into five schools, her and her research team, and they looked at what skills are kids learning in the most elite schools and then what ki- what skills are kids learning in the most like struggling socioeconomic status schools and then they had some middle ground in there as well. So they had like low socioeconomic status, a moderate one, a middle one, a higher socioeconomic status, and then like the elites, right? Like the doctors, the lawyers, the like rich of the rich of the rich. And I think in every area uh, we're gonna find this like this discrepancy in like how much money people make, right? So what she wanted to look at, she literally wanted to look at like what skills do the kids whose parents don't make a lot of money and work blue collar jobs like what skills do those kids learn? And then on the other end, like what what skills do the kid do the kids who are in these elite schools these Private schools learn. And this is what she found. She found that in the schools where parents were the lowest socioeconomic status, meaning that their parents made the least amount of money, those kids were taught skills that were very strict memorization. It was follow the rules, fall in line, there's one right answer, there's one wrong answer, and that is it. And then in each school, she found a little bit different skills that were taught. And when we get to the elite school, what she found is that there was lots of critical thinking. There was lots of collaboration. There weren't right and wrong answers. There wasn't just one way to do something. And so she started to create this hypothesis that said, wait a second, kids are successful socioeconomically, meaning how much money they make based on the skills that they are taught in school." And so this is a super interesting study and it opened my eyes. And this is actually what made me me want to become an English teacher is because I realized that I was a victim of the low socioeconomic status school. I was a victim of thinking that I being the assistant manager at the oil change place that I worked at was like that was the pinnacle. That was going to be it. I was going to have a 401k. I was going to have a key and I was going to be set for the rest of my life. And like there's nothing wrong with that if that's what some someone strives for but like I didn't know there was more because I just wanted to fall in line and follow the directions just like I was taught in school. And so when I realized that oh my gosh like the only reason that I wanted some of the things I wanted and the only reason I thought the way that I thought was because there were just things that I was taught in school that I never questioned to believe it opened up this place in me where I said I was a victim of this other kids have to be a victim of it too and I want to change it. Like this is why I get so fired up about the brain and chiropractic care and learning and this is why I'm bringing it to you today is because I wanted to change it. Like I hope that me sharing a little bit of this can allow you to change your kids Uh, structure in life. I hope that that it can set you up so you set your kiddos up for the best success possible when maybe you feel like you're stuck in certain ways because I was there. Like I literally lived this stuff. So I read this study, Jean Anion, Social Class, Hidden Curriculum of Work, and she makes this hypothesis. She literally says that kids in low socioeconomic status schools are prepared for jobs that are low socioeconomic status jobs, meaning that there's a glass ceiling, meaning that Whatever skills kids have, that's a level that they're going to rise to, and it's very, very difficult to rise above that. I'll talk about why that's the case here in a second. Then there's this other researcher named Claude Steele. He has a bunch of amazing amazing studies about school, but the one that stands out to me the most is that what he did is he took kids, he put them in a classroom, he had them take a test. They take the test, and then they get a score on it. Then he took that same group of kids, and he stapled their picture to the test when They took the test and when they submitted it, their picture was stable to the test. So implied in this is that because the students knew who was grading their paper or knew that the person grading their papers knew what they actually looked like, they some of the students performed less than based on what the kiddos felt how they were going to be judged. So the point of this, the point of sharing these, and there's so many other studies, but the point of this and point of sharing these studies is to tell you definitively that every single one of us has the exact same brain. We have the same potential to be successful. It's a set of skills and it's a set of beliefs that we hold that keep us from being successful or ultimately living out the life that we want, the life that we dream of, the life that we dream of for our kids. And it's nothing more than a set of skills. So enter, I have some like, Other research, I wanted to share some resources with you, but this book right here, How Children Succeed by Paul Tuff. So, what Paul Tuff found is he took some research that other people had been doing and he looked at, okay, how are these, um, how do kids in low socioeconomic status, like what do their brain scans look like? And what he found is that their brain scans literally look different on an MRI. So, again, we're taking kids who low socioeconomic status had a lot of stress when they were kids stress is the key in the book but i won't get too much into the details of it so what he found is that those kids who had more stress when they were younger in life had lower levels of success and their brain showed it their frontal cortex was weaker or turned off more so than kids who were more successful and who had less stress inside of their lives when they were younger. And so this whole interesting thing starts to open up where we start looking at, okay, how does the brain learn? We know that the brain learns through a set of skills that people are taught. We know that success is nothing more than a set of skills that people have or do not have. And that if we can retrain the brain, if we can change those skills, if we can teach new set of skills, then every single one of us has the exact same potential to be successful, period. And then comes in this guy Uh, Daniel Coyle who wrote this book called The Talent Code and in The Talent Code he literally says he talks about the brain and he talks about myelin so basically the brain creates pathways based on what's happening to it to make things either happen faster or slower and so myelin is like this insulation that allows our nerves to conduct more quickly and this is what he found he says the thicker the myelin gets the better it insulates and the faster and more accurate our movements and thoughts become. Key is thoughts in this. So if we're training kids to myonate pathways who have negative thought patterns, who have negative skill sets, like those are going to be myelated. And and this is what Paul Tuff found in his book when he talks about this is that literally the brains of kids who have lots of stress when they are younger, literally fire differently than the brains of kids who do not. And again, this has to do with stress and solely stress. So here's the most interesting piece of it, is that when we take all of this data, when we take all of this research, when we take all of what we know about the brain and how the brain learns and how people become successful, there's one truth. And the truth is, is that every single person was designed to have the same level of success. Meaning that the good news for you and the good news for your kids and the good news for your family members, regardless of what stage of life you're in, is that you right now today can start to make conscious decisions that will move you closer to being of the status that you want to be at if you're not happy where you're at. So maybe this means quitting a job. Maybe this means letting go of a relationship. Maybe this means picking up for a book for the first time and doing something that you otherwise wouldn't have done because now you have a responsibility because you know you are not you are a victim to your circumstances, but it can be changed. And that's the whole point of Paul Tufts' book, The Talent Code. Literally, the subtitle of it is Greatness Isn't Born, It's Grown. Here's how. It's how because of how the brain is trained. And so constantly, we know about neuroplasticity We know that the brain can constantly be retrained. We know that the brain can constantly create new connections and it gets more difficult older in life. So the question when we have people sit in our office and they say, Dr. Daniel, why do you guys see so many kids? This is why we see so many kids because I am tired of seeing kids be told that they're a label of autistic or ADHD or they have this disability or they need speech therapy. Like that, that stuff's fine. They don't need any of that stuff. Like the reality is, is that every single one of us is designed to be successful. And based on what stresses we have inside of our lives at younger ages, that sets us up for success. And if we want to talk about success, the way I would define success would be like this is how many divorces have you had? How much money do you make? What's your physical health look like? What's your mental capacity look like? What do your relationships look like? There are so many things that go into success and every single one of us defines it differently. But here's what I know is that I know that stress hormones stuck on in your system, which can happen from before birth, which I talked about on a previous episode of the podcast, stress hormones stuck on in the nervous system, which is 100% possible. It's 100% backed by research, sets kids up for less success. And that's what all these books and all these research studies show through the neuroscience, not chiropractic science the research, the neuroscience. And so what we know neuroscientifically is that if we put a specific movement into the joints of the spine, we can literally wake up the brain, we can turn off a stress response, and we can start to activate healing within the body. And when I'm talking about healing, I'm talking about success. Yes, part of this is healing the physical body, correcting digestive issues, correcting pain. But there's another level in this that's like level of thought process. Literally, Daniel Coyle in his book, The Talent Code, talks about how Thoughts can be myelinated. Negative thought processes can be myelinated. Negative behavioral or emotional regulation can be myelinated as a pathway. And then people wonder why, oh, my two-year-old was colicky, or when they're real young, they were colicky, and now they have all these ear infections, and then they turn 13 and they have, uh, they have anxiety. It's because it's a myelinated pathway within the system, and it's all caused by stress. And so the point of this, again, is to tell you that regardless of what phase of life you were in, regardless of what symptoms you have been hit with, regardless of whatever your circumstance is, there is good news. And the news is, is that you can change. The tricky part of it, the unfortunate news is that you're going to have to change some of the things that you do, some of your habits, some of your patterns, some of your routines, some of your thought processes, and it takes work. Like it takes a commitment level, but you're at a point right now where you can no longer say this is just the way it is because all the research, all the science, everything I've learned over the last 15 plus years of how the brain learns and what makes someone successful is we were all designed the same by God. We were all given the same gifts, the same gifts of healing, the same gifts of health, the same gifts of happiness, the same gifts of success, the same gifts of presence, the same gifts of productivity, the same gifts of profit. The list could go on and on and on and on and on and my friends, I'm here to tell you that if you're not in the place that you want to be, the number one thing that I know of that will start to awaken your brain and change new connections within your brain outside of reading, outside of meditating, outside of eating healthy, outside of exercising, outside of taking supplements, because those are all controlled and regulated by one thing, and that is a brain in your body that is functioning 100%. And if your body's in a stressed out state, it cannot function at 100%. So my friends, that's all I have for you on this episode. I hope you got some value out of this. If you could... Leave me a rating and leave me a review. That's how we get this into the hands of more people. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will for sure come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Nexus podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.